So, final one, I promise. Um, thank you so much for having me, uh, Medicine Unbox, and Sam in particular. Uh, this is my first ever of these events, and it sounds like you that have been coming back over the 10 years, or if it's your first time, this is a very special space, and it's been a real privilege to learn and, and share that with you. Uh, thank you, Sam. Um, this is another short story. Um, I will just say for the front row, if there are any GPs in it, towards the end, um, there's a great scarcity of full stops. So if I start going red because my breathing isn't quite going right, just, you know, step forward <laughs> if you see that there are, there are issues. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so this is called Smote, and its long subtitle is Or When I Find I Cannot Kiss You in Front of a Print by Bridget Riley. Um, and just as a, as a context for that longer title, um, many of you will know who Bridget Riley is, uh, for those that don't. She is an artist whose most famous work, um, uh, large paintings, some as big as, as that red square behind me, um, but they're uh, the most famous pieces of work of hers are part of the op art movement, so they're um, monochromatic, um, quite simple paintings, um, usually in grids, but as you look at them, something seems to fluctuate. It's kind of like an optical illusion, and that is uh, recurrent as a, as a theme. In all this, uh, which begins, to kiss you should not involve such fear of imprecision. I shouldn't mind about the gallery attendant. He is not staring. That's not the reason that he carries a torch and lanyard on his belt. I've seen at least four people holding hands already, and I'm only just out of the revolving doors. Were they revolving or sliding? The doors, not the hands. I have a memory of having to shoulder as I stepped forward. The four people holding hands weren't unpeeling to the root. To kiss you should not feel like anything other than embellishment. They, people, loads of people, have staged kiss-ins at Sainsbury's and in Southbank cafes precisely in solidarity with my freedom to kiss you. They even kissed en masse on Valentine's Day with a hashtag and everything. And when that historian shot himself in Notre Dame Cathedral two years ago, when LaRousse Dictionary mooted changing the definition of marriage as a noun, he was not thinking about me tarrying in this gallery's gift shop, flicking postcards and studiously not looking at you. LaRousse Dictionary's colophon is a woman blowing at a, at a dandelion clock. Have I used the word colophon correctly? Where are you? The word dandelion comes from the French don de lion, meaning lion's tooth. I'm not biding my time. A lion would not balk at kissing you toothily. And the French for dandelion is pissenlit. This translates broadly as wet the bed. I will wait. I could kiss you lightly the side of your face, as if putting out a fire. The gallery attendant is not looking at us. I've spotted another couple not only holding hands but kissing, a boy and a girl like it was nothing, like they didn't have to think about lions. And when you puff at a dandelion clock, puff at its puff, it looks like you were blowing a kiss. And to kiss you would be plotlessness and nothing like falling. And the gallery attendant is not sizing up our haircuts. In fact, he's looking the other way. 
and the move was mine to make, all gallery hushed and happy as I reached for you and, right, let's, but out of the corner of my cordoned off sight, my, all my resolution is suddenly just right angles, an eyeline a little botched, what is all this, this jaw swerve chicanery, and all at once it's sugar cubes and squares of basalt in a line, monochrome shapes aligned as teeth in the first taste of treacle toffee, a sucker punch that crazy paves the direct route that means I stand here having steeled myself when I would will every word be cursive and tender and supple but now all my letters are strung out with rigid symmetry bending tines the strongest parts of my spine finding the spin of optic tick shout unframing itself beyond your ear behind your ear this is already rather embarrassing because how could you frame such a thing i mean a painting or a print that has thumbed such a serried bank of vacuums into the wall just by being nailed there there where I can see something in this painting rolling along the wall as though the muscles in the chew of a moor, that is M-A-W moor, not A-M-O-R-E, if you're asking, but you're not, you're looking, not at me nor at the lion couple, you are just clear-eyed and looking at beyondness, made of lines on a wall. I did not know that hand could hold hand, but also not hold like this, standing in a gallery when looking at a painting so regular and simple, not looking directly at you and not directly thinking how, how then when I move to take your unbold shoulder and the attendant is quite so attendant and the painting is quite so unwatchable, I cannot stand to be here looking there, standing in front of a painting the surface of which itches with vertigo, seeing suddenly there is a weft to its spirit level. Looking at this painting over your shoulder and taking your hand, it's like trying to taste wordplay or suffering snow blindness with your hands. It's the northern line on the tube map, unfurling and cross-hatching the city. And as I steady my eyeline, I fall for you through straight lines to something hillocked and tussocked and wispy and girdled and girdiful and dog-eared because it's all there in black and white. Houndstooth fabric spoked with clock hands smoothing, then rumpled, as over your shoulder the movement in squares, 1961 by Bridget Riley, becomes a vinyl record surface, gleaming white as if the light was bouncing from it. But in fact, now I think it has become a broken disc or spider's legs across fresh bed linen, a capital letter first person I becoming a forward slash, an exclamation mark becoming a backstroke because I find I cannot kiss you in front of this painting. I would start bleeding salt and pepper, although I could imagine kissing you by other gentler, less queer checkerboards, by hazy Hammershoy's window panes, by Sarah Lucas's self-portrait with fried eggs, 1996, by Vermeer's The Allegory of Painting, circa 1665 to 1668, and in the marble checkerboard spelt with a K or checkerboard spelt with a Q hallways, always queuing up the next opportunity rather than being quite up for it there in situ mindlessly. I have gone too far to pull back. I could kiss you under severe black and white patchwork quilts, so why not here? with you wearing black and white gingham and me wearing Walt Jabsco scar suspenders, working out skunk back Rubik's cubes on a headboard. But I, despite myself, I find I am now all mouthfuls of sinister, made-for-purpose, ludicrous black and white Battenberg cake. I am squaring up. I am not holding you, but holding on to you for fear of slipping. Parallelographic graphite zest, Stendhal syndroming at the thought of you by this painting and my lips anywhere near yours. The gallery attendant with his lion eyes and the painting sewing up my heart with false orthogonals, darts, black runnels in snow made for a moleskin nighttime. 
when to hold you here is a game of chess on a grumbling, crumbling glacier. The gambit's gone your way and I am bishop fumbled, rook to h8, stalemate goody. I might as well be pushing marzipan through an iron portcullis. I might as well be kissing you through a trellis. I might as well be pushing you up against a snaggle-toothed, grinning and ruined keyboard with apologies for cross-posting, with all just potholed covers of Abbey Road album crossings. And we cannot arrange the pulp of black and white things like dragon fruit, nor custard apples, nor humbugs on a plate, not in a gallery. Think of the children and it is Guinness thick the choke of it. It is as strange as your hand in mine, all pirated copies of the seventh seal that twist and bulge with white noise interface and interference. The squeak of it, something like dandelion seeds on velvet, like lion's breath steaming in the night, like vanilla pods and icing sugar, something like black rye bread grout thick with white butter, something like black kelp crawling up against the humped sea foam on a white tide, a nocturne stave and a key made mazy and thick with deasis, a printout made tweedy with hashtags, my hand clumsy with a melting pet tessellation, I think, God damn it, Bridget Riley, 1961, my hand with a melting tessellation could feed you Oreos and moon pairings, my hand not quite in yours, but not yet quite out the starting flag at a racetrack when a white flag means surrender and black flag means punk bands formed in 70s California and I cannot tell whether you or I are leaning now nor if the attendant is approaching and or I, or I just think he is or if I'm staggering into the falling and unfair taut roiling of a painting it's good lines like tarmac heating through a drift of snow or a sky thick and slick with black and white butterflies piebald horses on an oil slick and in the second's thought, I could have, rather than grown anxious and aware, and aware of the attendant, I could have dreamt of dressing you in coats trimmed with lima tails and M dashes, cornered you in fields filled and frilled with Frisian cows and badger scalps and California king snakes. And this is all absurd. This is all absurd, and that is the power of it. The checking of my hand in your hand, because I'm sure there are rules about this kind of thing on a notice board somewhere that we can ignore and others can misread. And it'll all be there in black and white. The empty page so daunting, the full page so disappointing, a new moon seen through eyelashes or many moons grated by one eyelash welted and unbelted and wrought through spaces. Static, hot of white noises, rough and tumble, tumble wheelings, the white and black of it bletting the wits and eider down even as I watch it. The pairing of us before this painting, behind your shoulder, through your hair, striations despite the gallery attendant leaning in. I cannot find the angle of your jaw in a way that isn't calming. I do not want to calm any part of you in this gallery when this painting could autocorrect the clouds outside the Tate into order. Make us grayscale and plaid-eyed with ears full of Silitotartan's klaxon blare or all new ceramic and sable fur, like eggshells on the curbside, like charcoal in the cream, like bone in the coffee where headlong and garbled on the gallery wall, geometry curdles, and all that I am, you have made italic. Holding you here is to make a checkered past. I will never be brave, and I cannot kiss you by this painting. And you have leaned in and have kissed me without even thinking about it, <laughs> like it's the easiest thing in the world. And you stark me, and I am strobe-hearted. And as you move on to the next painting, and the gallery attendant fiddles with his watch. A Bridget Riley grows a little cooler on the wall, 
and all in all, you spectrum me unexpectedly. Thank you very much.